listening to the CIPD podcast series. Welcome to our first podcast of 2011, where we'll be taking a brief look back over the last 12 months and to look forwards to what the next 12 months have in store. We're all aware of the current state of flux in which we're living and working. Cuts and reform are fundamentally recalibrating the employment market. But what does this mean for the HR function across different sectors and for you as individuals? Well, first, I asked Jackie Orme for her thoughts on 2010. More than any other single year in my 20 years of work, it's been a turning point year. That's how I describe it. And it's interestingly, it's been a year where it's been much less about the last few days of the old order and much more about real clarity about the emerging shape of the new order. And I mean that in a global context. But it's not been the same for all sectors. Well, I think it's very much been a year of two halves. I don't mean that in terms of the first half of the year and the second half of the year. I mean that very much in terms of the sector that you work in. So I think the experience for people who work in the private sector has been in very many ways very different from the experience of people who work in the public sector who have come at full pelt into the impact of the recession in the last 12 months. How was 2010 in terms of the economy? The CIPD's chief economist, John Philpott, gave me his views. Well, 2010 turned out to be a much better year for the economy and the jobs market than we were expecting uh, 12 months ago. Uh, The economy bounced back very strongly from the recession and we actually saw um, a very large number of jobs created uh, by the uh, early autumn. Um, The economy had added 350,000 jobs, which uh, is remarkable really compared to uh, previous recoveries. John writes an annual barometer looking forward to the year ahead. So what can we expect in 2011? I think a lot of people in work and those looking for work would hope that uh, the improvement that we've seen in 2010 will be continued into 2011. The trouble is that uh, things aren't as simple as that. There's a lot of uh, uncertainty about the global economy, particularly the uh, euro area where UK exports uh, most of its goods and services Um, and similarly uh, we don't yet know the full impact on the economy of the big fiscal squeeze. The government's going to be cutting spending and raising taxes. Overall that should uh, slow economic uh, recovery or the pace of recovery in 2011. How big an impact on the jobs market it has uh, is a matter of debate. Some economists think it will have a marginal effect Others think the effect will be more substantial. Uh, We're uh, at the CIPD um, in the slightly more pessimistic camp, but even that um, doesn't suggest anything like a return to recession. Uh, And although the job situation might be somewhat tighter in 2011 than it was in 2010, uh, things aren't really back to the dark days of late 2008 and 2009. The CIPD's new HR Outlook survey provides insight and expert commentary on the HR profession. The latest survey looks at emerging trends within HR and asks people about their priorities for the year ahead. The results really are a measure of the mood of UK organisations and Jackie gave me some of the key findings. It's really interesting when you look at, the, look at that research. So the top three priorities for organisations are managing cost, 
growing the current business and focusing on customer needs. And it's really interesting when you look at those three things together because absolutely no one of them in themselves will do it. You know, no, no business can survive by simply focusing forever on managing costs. It's an important thing to do, but it's not enough. And you've got to be focused on growth. And in there is a really important message for HR people. We've got to be able to manage the cost cutting and the restructuring, but we need to know what it is we do that enables growth in the long term. Ultimately, it will always be about growth, not about cutting costs. So we've talked about organisational objectives, public sector, private sector. What about HR teams themselves? Yeah, so the three objectives that came out uh, at the top of the list were managing change and cultural transformation, employee engagement, and I've talked a little bit about the fact there was a difference between private and public sector there, and improving performance management and rewards. They were the, the top three. Now, they make sense. They're quite broad buckets. Absolutely, they make sense when you think about a backdrop of how do we both save money, cut costs, but how do we also start to grow this or make it more productive or perform better than it's been in the past? I mean, having said that, of course, there is this divide between public sector and private sector. Did we see different different findings in terms of what they're focusing on? Yes, we did. We saw, we saw a lot of similarities, but we also saw some differences. And I guess the key difference was the um, in the public sector, a much lower emphasis on employee engagement than we were seeing in the private sector. Now, of were you course, surprised by that? Very surprised by it. And I think there are a lot of um, HR people who I know who work in the public sector who would say, no, we really get the importance of employee engagement. And of course, one of the challenges, the big challenge, and I've said this consistently through the year when I've talked to people is, the truth of the matter is any idiot can make cuts. That's the truth of it. What is hard and what requires real talent um, is to, when you, when in, after those cuts have been made, is to build something that's better than it was before. That's the real challenge. Now, ultimately, employee engagement is going to be a critical part of doing that. With that in mind, I talked to Stephen Moyer from Cambridgeshire County Council about how they've managed in 2010 and what's coming up this year. As Jackie says, managing change has been and will continue to be a priority. With a new government, major policy changes and cuts across public services following the comprehensive spending review, Cambridgeshire County Council has had to cope with huge changes. I suppose for my organisation, having started the journey of what the cuts looked like 12 months ago, we feel better prepared to address those, but the scale of the reductions will be massive. So actually we're already in the process of looking at fundamentally redesigning the services we do, and that's partly about cost, but it's also about recognising that the government's given a, a clear view that they want to roll back the state and give more local responsibility to communities, to individuals and to other providers, not just the public sector. So this year's been very much adjusting to the changes, dealing with those issues, implementing some of the plans we had in place and trying to understand what the future looks like as well. So next year... I nearly said more of the same. It's not quite that simple, unfortunately. Um, next year will be about implementing those major changes to what we do as an organisation, and not just for a short-term period. It's what does the long-term look like for us? What are the needs of the citizens of Cambridgeshire? And how can we best fulfil those? In terms of things we've already done as a consequence or we're in the process of doing, there are certain parts of the organisation we're already having to consult on major workforce reductions, changes to the way we deliver services. Um, in October of this year, which will lead through into major changes next year, we went live with one of the biggest shared service arrangements. Both Cambridgeshire and Northamptonshire County Council now have a single integrated range of corporate support functions. So HR is now shared across both of those organisations, which has been a major challenge for me, major challenge for my team, but also a really good opportunity because it gives them some sense of what the future looks like as well. Um, so next year is going to be dealing with an awful lot of those changes, transformations and reform. 
But the biggest bit for me is about how do we maintain the trust of the workforce, the values that we've built into the organisation over the last few years and give people a clear sense of what the future looks like because change creates uncertainty, change impacts on performance and actually we've got 18,000 people in Cambridgeshire we employ who serve roughly 600,000 citizens if we don't keep them engaged, we don't keep them informed and motivated and we don't give them a sense of what the longer term looks like, we're really going to struggle. I mean, as you say, this is a transformational year for you coming up in a way that I would imagine the County Council has never experienced before. It's in every area, isn't it? So from an HR perspective, the challenges for you are enormous, aren't they? The challenges are massive. Stephen's experiences reflect what the CIPD's own research has shown about the importance of employee engagement in the year ahead. And as John Philpott points out, employee relations may well be a hot topic in the next 12 months too. I think what's been interesting about the recession overall is that trade unions or employees generally in the uh, private sector have got on quite well with their employers. They've worked together to try and uh, keep pay rises down and protect jobs. Uh, As we look to uh, 2011 um, and beyond, however, we're in a slightly different situation because the Uh, Cuts are going to be felt in the public sector where employee relations um, generally haven't been that great in recent years um, and also uh, where the influence of trade unions is a lot stronger. The expectation is that uh, uh, there will be more industrial action in 2011 from the the public sector and that employment relations and the uh, industrial relations environment will uh, be a bit... uh, tougher um, than it has been in in recent years. But again, there are different views on this. Some people are expecting um, conditions almost akin to a general strike. Others think that there might be a reality check um, within the public sector workforce and they'll become more amenable to actually getting on with delivering the cuts and ensuring that uh, as many jobs are preserved as possible. There'll be this twin squeeze of anxiety about job security and also a squeeze on living standards from other pressures, which is all going to add up to a a tricky situation. I think 2011 is likely to be a a troubled year, simply because uh, people in the public sector uh, will clearly be uh, worried um, about the possibility of losing jobs. Most of them won't be getting any uh, pay increase. People in the private sector, even if they're in work, may be finding that inflation is quite high, taxes are increasing, their living standards are being squeezed. If there's a sort of sense of unease and uh, unhappiness generally, um, people may be more inclined to uh, take that out on their employers. And one could see um, you know, some period of discontent uh, within the labour market and society more generally. This wouldn't be totally unexpected because we're looking at a situation probably more like the 1980s than um, uh, the 2000s. But one would hope that uh, the more conducive um, uh, employment relations scene that's prevailed over the past 30 years will probably be enough to ensure that we don't see uh, the conflagrations of the type that we saw in the miners' strike or at, at Wapping in the 1980s. So what about the private sector? I spoke to Alan Walters, Vice President of HR for Unilever UK and Ireland. Yeah, it's been another exciting year from a business point of view. We're, you know, we're a, we are a consumer business, so we're selling into the Sainsbury's and the Tesco's and of the world. And 
I'm sure everybody knows what it's like in that environment at the minute. It's very, very tough. So uh, that's been that's been tough, but we've done well. We're performing well as a business, so that's been good. From an HR team point of view, there's been probably two main things we've been focused on. One is our talent agenda. We're finding it you know, even more um, important now to have the best people in, in our top jobs. And there's not many of that talent around that we found, whether that's in customer or in marketing, which are the two main drivers of the business. So finding those really good people, uh, you know, there's there's lots of people about, but the really good people are, are getting maybe even harder to find for us. So getting those really good people and getting them in. Is that unexpected? Did you imagine there might be a lot of really good talent floating around? I guess at a superficial level, yes. You know, there, it, there'll be more volume full stop, and surely in that volume there must be some really good people. But what we found increasingly through the year is that they're being held on to in the same way that we're holding on to our really good people. They're being, you know, uh, being loved and cared for by the people they're currently with. So it's uh, it's a real challenge to uh, to to say come join Unilever rather than be wherever you are now. What are the big priorities for this year? So bring that a bit closer to home rather than just globally. We're, we uh, we've bought two or announced the acquisition of two very big businesses. Um, one, the Sarah Lee business that people will probably know as Radox, and other another one called Alberta Culver, which is Tresemme and uh, Simple. Those are two big brands for them, and they will transform our personal care. So that's the, the our personal care bit of our business. So the things about helping you feel good and look good. So how do we bring that in to a big structure and a big company and culture like Unilever and keep that capability? great challenge for us as an HR function about how we do that. Yes, I mean, how does that translate into action on the ground for the HR team? Yeah, so, you know, we're, we're right right in the middle uh, now in terms of thinking about what is the organisation. We get to start to see some of that. We start to see the people. We want to make sure that we retain the best talent out of that, and that takes some effort without just being too simplistic about we bought this and we've got one of those already, we don't need another one. You know, that whole approach is really very personal down to those individuals. So talent's very much at the forefront of your mind at the moment, presumably engagement as well, in the sense of retaining your talent. If there was only one focus I could have for for 2011, it would be about talent. Now, you see that in an acquisition environment, but also the development of, whether that's female talent, which is an important uh, focus for us over the next few years. But, but talent right across, it's really important. The HR Outlook Survey also looked at which of the behaviours from the CIPD HR profession map were most and least often displayed. Here's Jackie Orme. There's a lot of signs in there about HR people knowing what the organisation and what the business wants from them and their agenda sitting at the heart of what the business is looking for and I think that's terrific. But yeah, there are also, uh, co- there's also commentary in there about what are the skills gaps we've got, what, what more do we need to be doing? And then there's this whole issue of curiosity that comes out, which are, you know, lots of people I talk to say, wow, that's actually something that really knocks you between the eyes, that, that the behaviour that's least displayed, least encouraged across every sector that we looked at and at every level of seniority is curiosity. Now, when you're operating in a world that's changing so fast, that's a big challenge to us. I mean, you know, I think in many ways the challenge for us is to become an inquisitive function so that we are doing everything that we're doing is informed by our situation and our context. That's the way that we need to move. So I think there's something in there that many people I talk to are looking at and they're saying, yeah, that's something we need to really think about and look at how we fix. That's for the profession as a whole, but what about individual priorities and goals? I put that question to Stephen Moyer at Cambridgeshire County Council and Alan Walters at Unilever. 
What about you as an HR leader personally? <laughs> it sounds, you know, it, it's going to be a very big year, isn't it? It's going to be a huge year. Um, uh, it's, uh, again, a year of fairly hard work. It would be, uh, I, I couldn't not say that really. It's going to be tough. It will be challenging. But actually that comes back to the strength of the team I work with. So as a leader, I've got to look after the team, got to give them clarity, got to make sure what we're doing is the right thing. But equally, I've got a responsibility to make sure that my team not only looks after themselves and each other, but supports me, if I can put it that way. So resilience is really important. Dare I say work-life balance is becoming even more important for me because actually if I don't take time out, I'm beginning to find that my performance can suffer. So um, some of the things that I've been um, espousing for a long time, I'm beginning to put more into practice myself. So I think finding that balance is really the key for the coming year. So I've probably spent 20 years, which always makes me feel I'm a lot older than I am in my head, but there you go, I have worked for 20 years restructuring or re-everything, re-engineering, re-designing, re-whatever. I now have in absolutely in my grasp the opportunity to do some real transformational growth stuff in a business in my own country, having worked abroad, where you see more opportunity to do that. Now I get to do it here, which is on the one hand, incredibly exciting, and the other very scary about actually delivering that. But I do now, I want to grow something. You know, I, I quite honestly, you know, I've got two kids who are 13 and 10, and I don't want to just keep driving past places and say, well, I close that down. I actually want to have something where I say, that's what I was part of growing that. That wasn't there, and we made it happen. And I was a small part in that. So the opportunity to leave a legacy of something positive and growing and vibrant rather than just cut stuff that's that gets me out of bed in the morning in 12 months time the economy could look very different here's john's perspective i think in a in a year's time we'll probably be in a situation where on the worst case scenario um, unemployment's closer to something like 2.7 million than two and a half million probably um, somewhat fewer people in work And I think that situation will probably continue into 2012. After that, I'd expect the the economy to be uh, motoring ahead quite nicely and uh, unemployment starting to fall as jobs uh, are being created. But um, how employees react and uh, the social and economic mood between now and then um, will clearly determine um, the long-run prospects for for UK uh, economics and, uh, and social development. And the HR profession is in for a challenging year too. Here's Jackie Orme. So I think what we do as a profession over the next couple of years will define our role and our contribution over the next 20 years. So we need to step into that space that is beckoning us to make sure that we are looking at the long-term performance of organisations. And we need to put that at the heart of our purpose. And I think if we respond to that and we do that, we'll be a bigger, stronger profession with the greatest impact we can have on the organisations that we work in over the next, well, couple of decades. So a challenging year, but it sounds like a real year of opportunity. A massive year of opportunity, huge. For more information on the CIPD's HR outlook and a detailed look at the 2011 barometer, have a look at the show notes at cipd.co.uk slash podcasts. In next month's podcast, we'll be looking at the value of measuring human capital. Join me then.